Hello, listeners. This is a very somber episode of Make It Worse. We lost Gina this week to rehab. So, uh, yeah, and, and that's really what's going on right now. We're not sure when she'll be back, where she went. <laughs> I did get her email, and I did email her, uh, but the subject line was not safe for rehab email. <laughs> so if she gets computer access, they're not going to let her read that one. I, I I just can't believe this is happening. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I am the Brian. This is uh Pound Sign Freddy. <laughs> Pound Sign Freddy. And we are missing Rehab Gina this week. <laughs> I thought she was dedicated to this shit. I, I know. And then if her parents listen to one episode, they're like, um Well, they're the ones who said she can't be on the show. Someone said she, I mean it wasn't Gina, because Gina's obviously not in control of her own life. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, someone th- is making decisions for Gina that isn't us and yeah. obviously isn't Gina. So I have to ask you, Freddie, have you ever been to rehab? I have been to, I have been to some rehab. I mean, like, so I never like was like, bro, I need rehab. I don't think anyone has ever said that. My family was like, do you want to go to rehab? And I'm like, fuck you. You don't understand me. <laughs> and then one time the courts twice, the courts were like, <laughs> You have Some to, judge is like, you have to go to rehab. You have to go to rehab. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. How long were they? How long? Well, were so I, it was yeah. one week. It, it, you're supposed to go to classes all the time, which I didn't go to. The, I mean, the fucking AA, which AA is fun. I mean, there's not many places you can go at six o'clock in the morning and watch an 80 year old woman cry about all the mistakes in her life. <laughs> and I'm not saying that that's like fucking the funnest thing in the world, but it is way more fun than most of the things but, but, six in the morning okay so the scariest uh, I went to an NA meeting I got caught uh, possession of weed and alcohol like just minor possession at 16 neither of those were narcotics me, I know they sent me <laughs> to Narcotics Anonymous and this is Richmond, Virginia when they were the murder capital of the south based on our per capita so I go into this meeting and I bring my friend Andrew because I'm a little fucked uh, this is weird you know what I mean like just come with me the first time right? I have to go to this shit walk into the room and they start talking and then this guy's like yeah I got something to say if I know you're holding, I say, drop yourself, fool. And I was like, oh, fuck, we have to get out of here. <laughs> like, we're going to get robbed. It was frightening as fuck. It did not help. And then the uh, alcoholics that they sent me to, minor possession, I had a six-pack of empty beers that my friend Pat left in the car, and they sent me to Alcoholics Anonymous, okay? And I'm in this room with, like, just old, depressing people at the church, like, after school, and I'm, like, 16, right? And they're, like, 58 second divorce you know like playing alimony and just depressed as fuck and i'm just stoned out of my mind at this point because that's the only way i was getting through it hi i'm brian and i'm alcoholic no i'm not i'm stoned and i don't even drink that's the truth it wasn't even my beer so but rehab i mean how, dude, i got did spun, it help? i got spun out one time and went to my fucking <laughs> dui classes and fucking did everyone's homework and asked like a million questions they're like you're really talkative today i was like dude i'm fucking so tweaked out <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, uh, I have been to rehab as well. Did it work? Did rehab work for that drug? For weed? <laughs> that wasn't rehab. That was six a six pack of beer? No, I went to actual rehab. I went to a luxury rehab. So I moved to Texas. I had to quit doing drugs. What was the, so. What was the impetus for uh, me? Yeah, well, what was like, so I just quit. You know what I mean? Like I just moved to Texas. Yeah. I quit doing drugs. I Got it. I, I went to like two AA meetings and was like. I went to two a meetings in one night because I was fucking bored. I couldn't sleep. 
So I fucking went to these two AA meetings, and that was, and they and they were like, "Keep coming back, it works." And I'm like, "What works? <laughs> this is working for y'all." With <laughs> shitty coffee and yeah. stale cookies. Yeah. It, oh, and like putting money in a bin, and then they like, "Oh, like, d- did you know they got sponsored?" Like, who fucking cares? Some if chick this is, used to be a freak. The people and now it's like a fucking, fucking born again Christian. Talk about banging other dudes. Yeah, exactly. This isn't working. Anyway, for me. so so what was like the rehab? So like? I I uh, I did choose to go. But, like, I knew I had to clean up. Like, I wanted to. And my ex-wife got clean. What, what drug were you on? Uh, let's just say opiates. Okay, opiates. See, opi- but opium, I feel like opium breeds a certain kind of person who really likes rehab. Because they're like. <laughs> <laughs> it's not opium, it's opiates. It's all forms. But Whatever, opiates, you know what I mean. But, it's, I mean it's it, a, it comes from an it, opium it's, it's just not an easy drug to get off of. Like, and, and that's what I was telling you. Like when I got there, like you I was don't so have honest. friends that know how to get heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like fucking. No, they have things called comfort drugs at the luxury ones. Dude, literally, they come to your room like here's some Ativan, and like, dude, they like fucking just like throw drugs at you for the first week, and then they just cut off everything. <laughs> like it's just like, okay, you're done here. Uh, but it was an interesting experience. I mean, I met Liza Minnelli, which was awesome. When she introduced herself, she walked up. She goes. Uh, you can call me Lizzie because I'm just that easy. <laughs> and I was like, this woman's awesome. <laughs> you know what I, I found out about rehab is that it's sort of like the mixing pot between the celebrities and the regular people. Mm-hmm. Like everyone who goes to sell like rehab doesn't matter how shitty it is. They like meet some celebrity there. <laughs> I've met a lot of them. I won't name any others, but she's been on the front of like us. She was on the front of like us weekly when I was at rehab. So I feel very comfortable saying that I met her since literally it was a like a magazine cover story at the time. <laughs> I have met other stars at rehabs as well. So I've been at least more than twice. Well, at least more than once. I don't know. Let's just stick with that. But we're, we know Gina, we're, we're hoping Gina's in a really great facility, like uh, a luxury room. They another, get body work. I think Gina's like chained to Gina a bed in body the hospital. Work. Dude, that sounds like a Mexican rehab where you have to go and do body work. No, no, no. I'd be like, you have That's to pound massages on old cars. <laughs> They're like, if I get Mexico rehab, they're like, you're like, I've got a drug problem. They're like, go work in this fucking slave labor camp. If you're a dude and if you're Gina, you get sold in the sex Sex, trade. Yeah, so sex slavery is Mexican rehab (laughs) and body work, which is fixing bodies to cars, is male Mexican rehab. It makes sense. I was talking about massages because they give massages, acupuncture. They have the best thing that you'll love this, Freddie, equine therapy. So you literally wave a flag at a horse. <laughs> That's what they call equine therapy. You wave a flag at a horse and make him get in a circle. And I was like, okay, done. Because I've worked with horses. But yeah. like, this is not therapy. This horse is like so trained. I'm like, I'm like, watch this. I can get him in and out and in. And they're like, you're done here. <laughs> you're not helping anyone. <laughs> I had a lot so of fun. Good. I, I mean, like fun. petting horses is good for people. No, that's that's the idea. Animals, animals are good. For animals people. are good people. People, I agree. Like dogs, people love dogs, and people love you know, like people just so basically. Well, I think we have to address something, Freddie. I mean, like uh, we stopped doing the, our drugs of yeah. choice, and we've been clean. Well, everyone has this giant hole inside themselves, <laughs> and people. Some people like fill it with like religion and church and family <laughs> and love and children. <laughs> Gina fills it with cock and alcohol. I filled it with methamphetamine for a long time. Now I fill it with friends and alcohol and church <laughs> and pot. 
podcast. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I really mostly... You just have to fill up your time I in that know. hole inside. I know. I, I play guitar. I ride motorcycle. Yeah. I drink and smoke weed occasionally. I like sex. It, it all works out nicely. Sex is pretty much my hobby most of the time. <laughs> Dude, and you, so if you like get really far out there, you can tone it way back and still have a really great life. But you okay. have to go all the way out there. Gina like went out and had a bunch of kids, <laughs> and so like fucking she like gets on a podcast, and her parents are like you've never done this bad. Well, no, she goes out and just. I gets bought a wasted. podcast. My mom's like, you have friends? Yeah, high five, Freddie. We're doing better than ever. <laughs> we're doing better than ever, and, and we we're were on a fucked up podcast. And we were the most fucked. Up. We were so fucked up compared to her. Like the amount I know the amount of drugs. Yeah, and so alcohol you just have to if you really want to be happy in drugs. life, you have to push it all the way to the edge. Right. And fucking most people fucking die like half of the edge. <laughs> you have to get all the way out there. Like, wait, Freddie, like, when you talk get all of the edge, didn't you just jump a cement embankment yesterday yeah. on your motorcycle? Yeah, and I'm, dude, I'm doing way better than before. <laughs> dude, I spent fucking four months building a fucking giant fucking dirt bike jump in my fucking mom's front yard one time. Literally four months, I was piling up logs and I was digging by hand. Dude, literally, I was out there every morning. And what at happened, six. dude? I fucking crashed like 20 times <laughs> I fucking suck at jumping dirt bikes but I have some really great videos that I can find somewhere of me like flying Dude, through there send me those we'll put them on we'll it was put them the on most the like unsafe post. we're gonna get Freddy's like flying through the air and motorcycle crash videos and we're gonna get them up on Dude, the podcast. the old tweakers would show up and they'd be like he's gonna do what and they would just leave <laughs> And I was like, where'd you guys go? This is going to be awesome. Afraid, like, dude, we don't want to see cops. you die. <laughs> they're afraid the cops are going to show up. Dude, dude, the cops did show up one time. They're like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm like, bro, I'm just building this motorcycle I'm jump. building a giant You guys want to see me hit it? I'm like, the fucking motorcycle club from like the next town, which is like a pretty prominent fucking club. Yeah, showed Northern up. California. And I was like, watch this, guys. And they're like, dude. That's not safe. You got like rebar sticking out. I was like, dude, hold on. I got to go inside and smoke some fucking meth. And I come back out, and I fucking hit that shit. What, you hit the rebar? Dude, I hit all kinds of shit. I'll fuck myself up. Well, when, we, when Freddie and I first met, I had just crashed the Harley. And I, he's like, the exact words you used were, dude, just get a new one. I crashed into a car. Uh, I crashed I've into hit, a truck. I hit a car. I've hit, I bounced off cars, trucks, the fucking ground. Like, people say No, the best miles, line was... What was the most important dude, one? I've hit cows. It I was the cow. Dude, That's I, why we became friends. 16 years old. I'm fucking fifth gear pinned downhill. This cow's going to go that way. This cow's going to go this way. This cow stops. I don't know. I thought it was like some kind of cow whisper. They're like, <laughs> fly through the air. Bzzz. Fucking like someone unplugged the cable. So uh, we're going to find the videos of Freddie hitting cows, hopefully. But we're, he, he, the was cow was fine. Cameras. This is 16. So we're going to be fine. Sorry, Listeners, uh, please send your love to Gina. She's not dead, but she is in a horrible rehab. We were imagining, <laughs> we're imagining if it's that Mexican so, one. So, if, she, if she's in Mexican rehab, uh, well, like send tamales. Let's get, it, let's get another <laughs> 23 and me vial. And I'll fill it up, and we can send my love to Gina. <laughs> hey, Gina, so you, you want to know what I spit. am? Taste this. <laughs> okay. Let's not do that, listeners, but send your love for Gina. Uh, hopefully, well, I don't know. Is she going to be sober when she gets back? Is that going to be good? A word from our sponsors. Hello, 
and welcome to a rainy, rainy edition of Make It Worse, where we make it better. Well, kind of. I'm the Brian, and I'm with... Hashtag Freddy. He's got a hashtag these days, but it's not like that Me Too thing. So, today... Hashtag. <laughs> I say that too often, and I get in a lot of trouble. I'll be honest, it really offends a lot of people. I think that's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> this I mean, is working. If you're not offended, you're not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> and it begins. So uh, I was thinking about uh, a few things today. I mean, honestly, I, I've done drugs and I've had a real good time. Not me. I've never done any drugs. I say I've. I've never done drugs before. Why do you have any? So, no, I've never. That, that, so my mom used to be like, Freddie, are you on drugs? And I'd look her dead in the eye and go, why, do you have some? <laughs> and I, the, that's why we're friends, because I made that up independently of ever hearing that story, and you told your mom that. <laughs> that's so perfect. It, it just shuts them down. Yeah, it, it really does. I mean, like, I mean, I started smoking weed in uh, high school, not middle school, high school. Beer, I mean, there's a progression of drugs. I like telling my progression sometimes, and I'm, I'm just going to give it, I'm just going to put it out there, because I really don't give a shit because it's going to come out anyway. So it was like, it was... Beer, right? Cigarettes, weed, LSD, ecstasy, cocaine, and then we'll just stop there. So mine was like weed, stolen liquor, LSD, and I don't remember anything after that. I've never done drugs before. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I was, I, I think, I think I hit the LSD when I was 13, 16 for me. Yeah. And yeah. it was fun. I thought it was Batman. Yeah. I mean, my bull, I had watched my neighbor's house burn down. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Had, no, I had nothing to do with it. I just showed up <laughs> while it was happening. That's awesome. It might have been visually stunning though. Dude, firebird. They have some weird ass lights. I was like, why is one pink and one green? And I just, <laughs> they were like discussing it with him, and this guy's head was so big. And I was like, what the f? You were discussing the fireman's lights while uh, out No, I was, dis- I was discussing the fire with the fireman, and I was like, his head is like. <laughs> it's like. Yeah, no, my friends was like, uh, half of it was giant, like, a, like half, only half though. But no, it was a very interesting experience. My first experience, he ripped, he ripped up a hundred sheet. 100 hits and gave me 30 and I didn't know what like he just gave me a big giant piece of paper so my friend that was with us he probably took 20 and we all took about 20 to the start and it's a lot and he traveled he thought 3,000 years in the future came back and created his own language and he turns to us and he goes Ickle big Norskin and my David turns to me and he goes we're gonna put him to bed we're gonna put him to bed and he just hands him a Five Valium, like literally five of them. This bounce right we ate and knock him out. We, we were in his parents' house, right? Like so, like we can't have crazy freak out. He was prepared. At least that's the thing about doing drugs. You should be smart about it, like anything. Know what you're doing, plan for it, and be prepared for what you need if things go wrong. There's other drugs you use when things go wrong on certain drugs. I've found, but I've never taken Man. drugs before. You want to have a bad experience? <laughs> are, we, are we about? To- and now, Freddie's first, or one of them, bad 
drug experiences. I don't even. I don't even know where you would begin. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm terrified of taking LSD. Like, it's bad. I, I've, we, I've I've had a couple bad trips, but uh, I've had a I, lot I, of good I've ones. I've probably had about three months of date. You know, like ninety days, where I fucking had some. I mean, well, I took a lot of acid. Yeah, but you, the thing about taking psychedelics is taking them at an appropriate time. I find that when I'm in my head, no, seriously, I'm just like, I'm not going to ACL and eating LSD and a crowd of Lizzo fans getting fucking crushed. You know, like that sounds horrible or base nectar people like hitting me in the face while they're head banging. That is the worst. Ex- that's going to be a bad experience, not on LSD. That's what I mean. I want to eat. We used to go out in the hills and we just That's exactly around. it. The hills. Someone, someone would the beach. always, my, my friends, my friend, one of my, my best friend that I grew up with. I love you, bro, and you know who I'm talking about if you ever listen to this. Not any fun to take a listen to shit. I have a couple friends that are really not, but they will take them and they will fucking freak out, scare the shit out of you. Yeah, like, that's not people I want. I like people in the flow where we're like, I'm going to get naked and get in the creek. And then they're all doing it. And we swim with a dog and we're like having fun and doing stupid shit. And yeah. like literally like picking flowers and jumping in fields and rolling down hills. I become a child. Fun. I become fun. a child sometimes. And it's like you get to explore parts of your mind. And I was, we, Freddie and I were talking about uh, this. Uh, it's the uh, shit. I can't remember the name. It's what they, they're currently in phase three of trials for mdma for ptsd meaning which is probably a good idea i mean i've seen i've seen two things in my life with drugs illegal psychedelics so mdma and lsd i'll tell you the two the two times this happened to me the first time was a friend is his younger brother we were at a music festival he had gotten in a car accident three months earlier where he had his hand on the top of the car like holding like the roof like hanging yeah hanging out and his car flipped so he lost his left hand he had phantom was it phantom limb pain? Yeah. So he felt the pain of his hand yeah. constantly. We ate the purest MDMA that night at this festival. And this is like two hours later and he comes over to me. He's like, I don't feel it anymore. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Like, I don't feel it. He kept saying that over and over. I was like, dude, I got his brother, pulled him over. And I was like, dude, your brother is fr- like weird. And he goes, I don't feel the pain anymore. Well, as soon as I brought his brother over, it's like he couldn't get it out until he had his, like someone who knew. And I was like, are you serious? And he's like, yeah, it's gone. He, his brain had like centered yeah, that. It was a psychological thing and so it centered it. My first, my, my dad was big into the um, hippie, 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 movement? hippie movement. There's a movement. There was. Is it like patchouli and sadness now? Yeah, like going off in the woods <laughs> and taking a bunch of drugs. Yeah, yeah I, know, I lived in Vermont, sadness, don't worry. But, yeah, yeah, I know. But like, so he always <laughs> would tell me these stories. Like he'd read these books about like, People who like were allergic to cats and like would take it, mushrooms and sit with a cat and then obviously wouldn't be uh, allergic. And I grew up listening to these stories. So when I started taking drugs, I was like, basically, you can pretty much do whatever you want, right? No, you can change your brain. And you they can use change it. your brain. You can change. Re- weird shit happens when you do weird shit. Well, you're opening up parts of your brain, and that's what these drugs are doing. I mean, people mm. just trust uh, the pharmaceutical companies that are making money like off of drugs and, and those things. You know what I mean? You know the only drug you can die from, from an overdose? Like, not an overdose. No, no. No, from withdrawal. Uh, Alcohol. Alcohol and Xanax. Those are the two drugs from withdrawal that you can actually die from. You have seizures. So, and these are the most common used drugs. You don't die from weed. You don't die from a heroin withdrawal. Heroin withdrawal, you don't die. You don't die from heroin fucking withdrawal. 
and we prescribe Xanax. Yeah. That's my issue with what's going on right now, and that's what I mean. So like, well, it's, the, it's fucking ridiculous. We're, we're, the, our, our whole world is just it's it's backwards. Everyone is so, con- so and the, everyone's convinced that the, their problems are so bad. It gives them they like sedate themselves. To, to sedate themselves to the rest of the world. Sed- like, yeah. I'm the one that, oh, you have anxiety when you stand in line at a coffee shop? I fucking Big hate lines. fucking deal. Fucking, I just... You, know, you want to know what the fucking hardest thing you can do in life is? Deal Be with fucking it. happy. Deal with it. Be happy. And deal with Be it. Be a better person. Make the world a better place. Oh, I, we are all miserable. I just we make people all... laugh while I'm butting in front of them because yeah, I, I can't yeah. deal with the anxiety. Yeah. So I butt and then make the bartender laugh and the person that yells at me or the person next to me because I am definitely piss off someone. But the thing is I made two people laugh and one person pissed off. So in the realm of things. And, if you can get and I made myself you, happy. Yeah, If you can get to the point where you cut everyone else out, like you have, give yourself a support group of like four or five people that – you know, like you, because they have that to love you. you. No, that, that love, love you. you. Like that's and, it. And then fucking, who cares about everyone else? I mean, be yourself. Be yourself. Don't care what they think. Trust them when they're honest with yeah. you. That's what real friends do. They tell you the truth. They tell you the bad truth. They tell you not to, not to not do that. They're like, dude, you're a fucking piece of shit. Like, <laughs> like they just say that shit. Like you, you, like you shouldn't do. Like not. You but shouldn't. also, when you are being the biggest piece of shit, they will come and find you. And, and they'll still like, show hey, bro, up. Guess what? You're not that big a piece of shit. I still I mean, love you. You're your being that big a piece of shit. But come on. I still up. love you. Get I up. still Let's love go. you. Yeah, yeah, you're still with me. You're my piece of shit, You're and that's what a real—that's what real friends are. And I realize and it more and more. That's actually how I got where I am. <laughs> oh, truth. So, okay, the other—the other story I said—I said the uh, MDMA story. So, uh, we had a friend come back from—he had two tours in Afghanistan. Like, he young young kid. We're talking twenty-four. Yeah. yeah. He his PTSD. Like he fucking couldn't handle a lot of shit, and um, I had these three hits of LSD and I pulled them out to like show him because they had pr- that, like, amazing artwork on it. They were these pyramids with eyes and he just grabs one and takes it because I was not ready to like just give it to him and I'm like, okay, if he's, I have to eat it now because like I'm not going to deal with that. Like I need to be there to understand what's going on. Really, you have to, be, it's really hard to talk someone down if you're right. not tripping to be honest because you can't even imagine what it is even if you've done it before. So I ate it and my ex-wife I ate it. I never tried to talk anyone down when I wasn't tripping. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm, I'm I mean, fucking I've leaving. Definitely been there I've, I've tried to help. I've tripping. tried to tell them that he's just tripping. I've told, no, I've told like the ambulance driver, like slippery. No, I've told the, to I've told the ambulance driver he's just tripping. Give him some Thorazine and get the fuck out of here. And they were like, oh, they calm him down and then they're done because he's not a fucking crazy person. He's just freaking out. And but anyway, so uh, he was literally he ate this and then two hours later he's literally just reliving the fucking war, like moments of like killing things, like yeah. just horrible shit. And he's like, I need, I need to, I need like, and he's like, can, can I have a shower? I'm like, yeah, dude, I love showers when I'm fucked up. Like, it feels really good. Water running, warm. He got in there and then I walk in like two minutes later, he's still standing there just staring at it with the water running. And he's like, could you help me take off my clothes? And I'm like, yeah. So I have to get this man naked and help him into the shower, like an old man, right? And he takes the shower and he, fin- he goes, I'm done. <laughs> like, like, he has no clue what to do. And I go in there and he's like, uh. He like he, he's lost. He's cold now. He's just like, I gave him my robe, and no one fucking wears my robe. Like that's your. That's like underwear. So it was weird, but it's like, I gave him that, and then twenty minutes later, he was just like so calm, and so he just found a place. Like, I think it was the kindness of like that someone will take care of you in those places, and you can be. A, uh, I think. 
I don't know what it was, but he I got through. Kindness it. goes a long way. I've seen kind. I've seen some of the most hard motherfuckers that you will ever meet in your life, like bad, like straight up bad people, who like literally would rob their mother. Yeah. Just show them, show like show just them show an act of kindness. No, it an passed, act of trust. Kindness is and, contagious. And, and literally, it changed. Like I see, I've seen it change them. Like it's small because they haven't where, experienced where, it. Where they like they they. They stole something from me, and I didn't care. You know what I mean? It was a hundred dollars, whatever. They they took it, and they they didn't plan on paying it back. And I and then you still and, buy them a drink. And I st- I'm still friends with them. I still treat them the same. It's just who and, they are. And then and then one day they come back, and they're like, "Here's that money." Yeah, because that's how that works. And they're like, "We're still friends," and I'm like, "Of course we're still friends." They're like, "Dude, karma is real." And, and the next thing you know, they're they're working, they're taking care of their mom, they're 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 back. And I don't I don't I'm not saying that I did that, but I just watched it happen. I mean, I didn't. It, it no, no, but I think the, the the demonstration of being a better person makes other people better. That's what I was saying. Kindness is contagious. Yeah, I've seen it before. Kindness can be extremely contagious because you see someone else doing, it, and you're like, oh, holy shit! Like, I wish I was that good. And then you try to be it, and yeah. then you start doing it. Uh, someone has arrived. So on that note, the doorbell, we are going to indicate uh, this segment is over. We are, this has been another episode of Bing Bong, motherfucker! Freddy's Bad Drug Experiences. Thank you all. <laughs>